0: It's been a while Well, let's give them what they've been waiting for, baby I know I shouldn't have kept you waiting Slow so in case you ain't no so but I'm here it's now Britney. And I'm worth their weight. I can show up on the first day late. Everybody else on the earth may hate. They can blow me like candles on a birthday cake. <laughs> Go ahead, make a wish. Things like yours never make a list. Player like me gotta make a switch. That LA purple is Lakers, So Lakers. And I'm high like Kobe. And that spider, I love Toby. Maguire, nope, I'm a liar. Party promo. Oh, it's Jade Kof with the Kof Man. It is no holds barred. Today's program, we are bringing the heat, we are bringing the fire. On the program today, we've got US Open from Royal Berkdale. When is Tiger Woods coming back? Enough is enough. We've got NBA Summer League, Lonzo Ball MVP. And where is Derek Rose headed? And we've got AFL Football, Friday Night Lights. Adelaide versus Geelong, first versus second, this is No Holds Barred. What a program we've got today at No Holds Barred. We have got some super content to get into. We're talking hoops. We've got to talk about hoops. We've got Vegas Summer League. That wrapped up over the last couple of days. Lonzo Ball, MVP. We're going to touch on that. We're going to touch on the US Open golf going on. Halfway through the championship, Jordan Spieth leads at five under. But we're going to talk about Tiger Woods. When will he be? When will he be back? Is he coming back? And it's more like, please come back if you're a, if you're a golf fan. And then we're going to segue to some AFL. We want to talk about this weekend's uh, blockbuster matchups. And there's none bigger than tonight, Friday Night Lights, Friday Night Football in Adelaide, Adelaide v Geelong, first versus second, a huge contest. Uh, a lot of stuff on the line. But we're going to talk first. We're going to talk U.S. Open golf to open the show. Uh, the U.S. Open taking place over there in the States at Royal Burkdale And we're at the halfway point a couple of rounds in. And Jordan Spieth leads at, at five under par. Uh, the young American star player. I don't know if you'd have him as a as a superstar at this stage. He probably would be uh, classified as a superstar. Um, very very young, very very. Uh, he's had a, a a dynamic start to his uh, professional career. Um, but the thing I want to talk about with the golf right now at the moment is: is anybody aware that the U.S. Open golf is taking place? If you were if you weren't a sports fan or you weren't uh, predominantly a golf fan, would you even know that? There's a, there's a major championship going on right now at Royal Birkdale. Bottom line is this. Nobody cares about golf since Tiger Woods has really been uh, been out of the game and unable to perform uh, at peak performance. No Tiger Woods basically means no interest. And yes, there are stars in the game such as Jordan Spieth. Rory McIlroy um, has, um, has had some success. He's he signed a huge deal uh, with Nike um, there's Dustin Johnson who's been able to be a little bit more stable on the course he's an interesting character obviously Australia's Jason Day but nothing compares to Tiger Woods in the interest and the uh, the explosion that created that he created um, in the world of golf you know from from this, from the stage, of probably about 1998 when he first burst on the scene to 2008, so we're talking like a 10-year, 10 10-year 10 period over a decade. It's safe to say, perhaps there was there was probably nobody more dominant in the in the sport of golf, or maybe in in world sport. He took he basically took golf to to new levels of interest, new sponsorship, major television deals, major major business, major major commerce in the world of golf. And um, ever since his demise, you know, you're probably looking at, you know, six, seven years ago, with all his off-court uh, drama and innu- uh, off off-course drama and innuendo, the game is uh, has been going in the wrong direction. As I said, new stars have come come along like Spieth, McElroy. Um, there's been a new brigade that have come through, but none have been able to create the interest. And uh, the, the explosion in the world of golf as Tiger Woods once did. Uh, Tiger Woods, it was reported over the weekend, has gone in for another back surgery. Um, and I believe we've seen the best of Tiger Woods. Um, you know, I think he's all, done and dust, all all done and dusted. he's all washed up. And this is bad news for golf, because golf was a lot more interesting and, and a, a lot more, uh, a lot more exciting. When uh, Tiger Woods was on the was on the golf course, when he was hitting hitting drives 350 uh, metres, when he was when he was making incredible putts and bunker shots and winning major championships. So it's a shame to see. Yes, the off court uh, the off the off course drama. I definitely don't condone that. That's for, that's for sure. But uh, you know, have we ever seen more of a? Uh, a demise, a quicker demise or a a self-destruction than we have uh, with Tiger Woods. In the US Open, golf going on right now, um, and nobody cares. You wouldn't know it was even on. And that's the amazing thing that's going on right now that I notice. Um, Obviously, Wimbledon's just wrapped up uh, over the weekend with Roger Federer winning his his eighth title um, in tennis because... Because of Federer's longevity and because of his success, has never really been, uh, never really been more popular. And golf is going in the uh, in the other direction, and it's a real concern for those that are involved in the in the golf industry. Um, because, as I said, when Woods was uh, in full flight, sponsorship, television, business, he created a lot of commerce, a lot of interest. He made a lot of people uh, a lot of money in the golf industry, and uh, with no Woods no interest and the US Open is going on this week uh, at Royal Birkdale and you wouldn't know that it was even on and uh, that's a major major concern for, for all those that uh, that are golf lovers, golf fans and those that are involved in the golf industry. They need a real injection of uh, of some excitement and of uh, and, and some star power and unfortunately there was no one like Tiger Woods and unfortunately for golf I don't think we will see Anybody uh, like Tiger Woods, at least for a very, very long time. So, wishing Tiger well after another back surgery. Hopefully, he can get back playing some um, some competitive some competitive golf uh, and get back on tour. But unfortunately, I think we've seen uh, the end of uh, of Tiger Woods uh, in a in a championship level peak performance uh, athlete uh, capacity, and uh, it's really, really concerning. Uh, for the, uh, the business and the, uh, the PGA Tour in, in World Golf. Coming up next, we're going to segue on to some NBA. We need to talk about um, some f- possible free agent activities, some free agent moves, and we're talking Summer League. Yes, we're on Lon's watch, Lonza Palooza. The young super rookie uh, is in the spotlight again. This is No Holds Barred. back here at No Holds Barred. We're going to get into our NBA wrap here on today's program. And we're starting with NBA Summer League in Las Vegas. The championships wrapped up over the last couple of days and it was the Los Angeles Lakers taking out the NBA Summer League over the Portland Trailblazers and Lonzo Ball didn't play in the championship game. He was restricted by... The calf injury that we did report last time, he he went down with a bit of a calf strain in the victory over the Dallas Mavericks and uh, Lons was uh, in street clothes on the bench next to Towboy as his teammates uh, wrapped up and became the NBA Summer League Champions for 2017. Um. Lonzo Ball was voted MVP of the, uh, of the Summer League Championships. Um, so, as I reported before, it is Summer League. It is, uh, you know, put a bit of a lid on all the hype. But Magic Johnson, Rob Palinka and the Lakers, they don't want to put a lid on it. It's creating all kinds of excitement about their franchise. And Magic is front and centre. With all this going on, the Magic Man is out in front of the cameras. He's, uh, he's talking up Lonzo's greatness and his ability to get his teammates involved and talking about how uh, how he gets not only gets all his teammates involved, he, he makes every single person on the floor better, that his teammates love playing with him and that he has a special uh, and unique uh, skill set that not many players uh, that play the game have. The bottom line is this: Lonzo Ball is better than advertised at this point in time. Uh, you know, basically coming in with all kinds of hype, uh, he's lived up to that hype so far. And um, it, I know it is only the summer league, and I'm sure there's a lot of uh, a lot of NBA stars right now watching cut that, that cannot wait for the the NBA season to start. Um, so they can take their game to Lonzo and and, and kind of put him in his place. But the rookie, basically, he's impressed so far, and the Lakers are uh, could not be happier with the way things are going down. Um, you know, winning the summer league, having uh, Lonzo uh, the MB, MVP of the summer league, uh, it's creating excitement around their franchise, and perhaps uh, in 12 months' time, free agents are going to want to flock to LA because. Um, that the magic man and Rob Palinka, they look like they're on the right track, and um, it's a it's a destination where uh, the Lakers, all of a sudden with Lonzo Ball there, uh, a pass-first, uh, unselfish uh, point guard that gets everybody involved, uh, that can be an enticing, uh, an enticing destination for you know NBA stars and free agents to to come and play their basketball. Yeah, in saying that, the Lakers. Uh, as I said, they signed um, Caldwell Pope to a one-year deal, and Rob Palenka, during the press conference, talked about Caldwell Pope's agent, Rich Paul, who also represents LeBron James. And basically, what's going on here? The Los Angeles Lakers are plotting, uh, and they're not even they, they're not even being uh, subtle about it or, or keeping it under wraps. They are being very open that they are in the the hunt for LeBron James, and. And uh, Paul George after next season. LeBron sat courtside and watched Lonzo Ball there uh, a couple of games ago during the summer league. So there is all kinds of hype and innuendo around uh, what is taking place there. And the Lakers are on the front foot. They're loving it. They're not. They're not hiding behind anything at all. The, they are. They are getting out there, and it's all to do with Magic Johnson. The Magic Man is leading the charge here. And uh, you know, from all reports and and from. Uh, you know, observing what's going on uh, the Lakers are not going to shy away from anything they are going they're going all in on LeBron uh, and all in on on Paul George and free agents to be and uh, it's something that the rest of the league need to be concerned about because the Lakers have plenty of flash they've got plenty of hype they've got the magic man out there and now they've got uh, an NBA super rookie that players may want to play with because he he's a he may be a transcendent and a special player. Um, so it's very, very interesting uh, at this point moving forward, um, what takes place there in Los Angeles. But there's plenty of excitement, and if you're a Lakers fan, um, finally the wheel is starting to turn. Yeah, the magic man. He's uh, hes turning it around. He's creating uh, plenty of excitement there in LA, and it seems like himself and Palinka are, are a good combination there. And I had my doubts when Magic f- was, uh, he was given the, the president of basketball operations position. But I'll tell you what, he's made some, uh, some, some great moves thus far. And uh, things are starting to turn around. So, well done to Magic Johnson. And, uh, and the, Lakers are, the Lakers are looking like they're heading in the right direction. saying that... We're going to segue on to the Cleveland Cavaliers because they are in in a very, very strange place right now. With all this free agency, with all this excitement going on, there is absolutely none coming from the Cleveland Cavaliers. And if you are a Cavaliers fan or you're a LeBron James fan and you want him to stay in Cleveland long term, then this is not really a good sign because Kyrie Irving came out over uh, the last couple of days and talked about how The Cleveland Cavaliers, really so far, their their off-season moves have not really been as uh, sufficient as some of these other contending teams. Basically, what Kyrie was saying was the Cavs have done absolutely nothing to improve their situation or improve their team. Now, what they're able to do, uh, I'm not too sure really what they're able to do because they're they're uh, the highest paid team in the league in terms of with their salaries and the salary cap. Uh, they missed out on the Jimmy Butler sweets, well, sweepstakes. They missed out on Paul George, who's in Oklahoma City. Um, Carmelo Anthony, looks like they're going to miss out on him. He wants to go to uh, the Houston Rockets. The Knicks look reluctant to to let him go. Um, so in terms of uh the... Cavaliers making moves to improve their team. I'm not too sure what they can do to improve the team. They need to keep Irving. They need to keep, obviously, LeBron James, Kevin Love. But they need to add. They don't need to subtract as well as add, such as move Kevin Love in order to get someone else. I don't see how they can make up ground on the Golden State Warriors. Yes, I expect them to continue to win the Eastern Conference next year. Um, they are are still the best side in the East, but they are a long way off getting over the hump and beating the Golden State Warriors from what I saw during the NBA Finals, the the 4-1 whitewash um, that that took place. Um, So Corey Irving coming out and saying that tells me that there's a little bit of unrest in the Cleveland camp. Now this is obvious with the general manager uh, being moved on uh, I think LeBron James and the owner uh, Dan Gilbert, uh, I think there's bad blood between them. They've never really had a rosy relationship, and I think I think this thing's over in Cleveland. I really do. I think uh, this team's going to be blown up. Not not this year, but after that, I think LeBron LeBron heads uh, heads for the hills. I think uh, Irving will probably uh, take off too, and. The Cleveland Cavaliers will uh, be back down into the NBA's uh, cellar dweller. And Irving, basically by stipulating that and coming out and saying the Cavs are in a strange place, basically what that's telling me is that there is unrest there. Players are looking around going, what can we do to to bridge the gap uh, with the Golden State Warriors? And uh, they're not knowing what they're going to do. They're unsettled. They are disgruntled. They are looking for answers and they're not getting any. And this is not good news for the Cleveland Cavaliers organization. It's great news for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's great news for the Houston Rockets. It's, it's great news for the Boston Celtics. It's great news for teams, big market teams, that are moving in the right direction. Cleveland have maxed out. They've maxed out. They've they've won a title. They probably won a title that they should never have won, being behind three one in the series, and this thing is over. I think LeBron knows it. I think Kyrie knows it, and uh, I think Cleveland fans know it. And uh, it's done. It's dusted. And uh, next year is going to be uh, a one season rental. And the Cavs are going to pull up short. And this thing will be blown up. And it's exciting if you're a Lakers fan or you're a big market fan because LeBron, he's done. This is No Holds Barred. Yeah, it's absolutely done. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, it's, it's absolutely done. Yeah, they're still a great side. They're still going to win 55 games plus next year, but they've missed their window to add to that roster, Butler- Paul George, Melo. It's done, baby. It's done. In saying that, Derek Rose, the New York Knicks point guard. It's been reported that he's looking to continue on and that he has interest from the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Los Angeles Lakers. Derek Rose reportedly wants to move on to a contender, a contending team. And the Cavaliers and the Lakers are the two teams on the top of his list. Um, so very, very interesting there. Derek Rose, who had a pretty solid season last year, you know, around about 18 points a game, you know, four boards, four assists. Um, you know, could he provide some value to the Cavs or the Lakers? Yeah, possibly. He could come into the Lakers organization and with a bit of a mentoring role for uh, their super rookie, Lonzo Ball. Um, you know, play twenty to twenty-five minutes of contest is what you, I think that they would want him to do. Uh, same with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, but uh, Derek Rose is looking to uh, will be on the move and is looking to uh, to to play uh, next year on one of those rosters. There, I think the Cavs is probably a better fit for him. Um, it'll give him more exposure, uh, more uh, more publicity, which is probably what uh, going to be better for his uh, his brand or his game. Because the Cavs are going to go deep in the East, possibly make the NBA Finals again, and then lose to the Golden State Warriors. Um, so he'll be on TV a lot. Uh, he'll get you will get plenty of exposure if he can stay uh, injury-free and actually on the court, which is which Derek has found uh, he's found that very difficult to do over the course of his career. Uh, always injured, always hurt. Um, then yeah, there may be some real value for both the Cavs and for for Derek Rose. He may get uh, the exposure, may give him uh, some interest to. ...to get a, a, you know, a multi-year deal the, the following uh, couple of seasons. Um, he's not going to get that with the Lakers. The Lakers are not going to be on TV as much. They could possibly make the playoffs next year. Um, but it really depends on what Derek Rose is looking for. If he's looking for exposure, he's looking for brand... Uh, ...if he's looking for publicity... ...the Cleveland Cavaliers is the place to be... ...to go and play uh, with LeBron James... Now if he's looking uh, for a bit of a mentoring role uh, some better weather which will be better for his knees no doubt um, you know 25 degrees in Southern California is going to be better for the joints than uh, than minus 25 in, uh, in snowy cold Cleveland um, but a mentoring role and um, you know to, to play there uh, in LA maybe something that Derek wants uh, at this this uh, stage of his career either way um, The Cavs or the Lakers expect uh, Derek to be signing uh, with one of those two teams moving forward. Interesting one there, interesting. Last but not least, we're going to segue on to Andrew Wiggins uh, of the Minnesota Timberwolves, the young young shooting guard, the young star. It's been reported that Wiggins has been offered a possible five-year deal uh, wait for this, folks. Wait for it. Five years, 148 million, cold hard cash, cashola. Absolutely cold hard cash. 148 million for five years. The T wolves looking to to, uh, to lock Wiggins down, uh, their uh, their young star guard that they got in the Kevin Love uh, the Kevin Love deal, which. Took him to uh, to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, so Wiggins, Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns—they are looking to uh, to do some real damage over the next two to three years. And obviously, Wiggins is a, a big piece of that. Um, so the young star, who uh, his, his star is always on the rise. Not too sure if he's got that alpha dog personality. If he's got that alpha male, uh, I am the man. I'm the number one. Uh, the number one option. Uh, to take over games and lead this team to an NBA championship. That's why they got Jimmy Butler as backup there for a bit of insurance. Um, But Wiggins looking to lock him down. $148 cold, hard cash for five years. That is uh, some serious uh, cashola in anybody's language. Andrew Wiggins. This is No Holds Barred. It's a lot of cash, $148 million. The youngster locking him down. The T-Wolves. T-Wolves on the rise. AFL football. We've got a full book of games to get through over the weekend. And then we want to finish up with the Adelaide and Geelong blockbuster that will be taking place here in around about an hour's time. Should be a rip of that one. But... We're starting off with Essendon playing North Melbourne this weekend. Um, this one looks like a total mismatch. The Bombers, uh, ran all over St Kilda last week. Their quick running, uh, style. They've got an exciting brand. Joey Danaher, absolute superstar. I've got huge raps on him. We all know what he's capable of. Expect Essendon to, uh, to run rings around North Melbourne. They, uh, North Melbourne, uh, Big big Goldstein, their All-Australian ruckman The former All-Australian's been dropped Due to bad form They've got all kinds of complications going on in North Melbourne And um, there has been um, plenty of hype around Their Their uh, Excitement or their moves That they're trying to make in regards to uh, GWS's Josh Kelly And uh, Dusty Martin out of Richmond $15 million uh, They are looking to, uh, to spend To get these two on uh, on board, onto their list. Um, whether or not they will have some success um, is yet to be seen, but they uh, they know they need to inject some real star power onto their list to create some excitement. Fans are uh, losing interest, and uh, Eston put, should put them to the sword over the weekend. Um, Melbourne versus Port Adelaide at the MCG. This is another big contest here. Port Adelaide sitting fourth on the ladder at the moment. Uh, I think Melbourne going to this one uh, look, as favourites, the MCG, it's a big game for Melbourne. They need to um, get a victory here. They get back, get back on track. They are embarrassing last weekend. They need to uh, really bounce back and solidify their spot in the top eight. So I expect Melbourne to, uh, to come, come out all guns blazing. Um, that one should be a beauty there. Um, I'm picking Melbourne to get the chocolates there. The Western Bulldogs versus the Gold Coast up there in Cairns at Kazaley Stadium. Uh, Western Bulldogs need to keep winging, uh, winning if uh, they are to defend uh, their, uh, their premiership. They need to play finals, obviously. They're on the outside looking in. Uh, I expect the Bulldogs to have a little bit too much for the Gold Coast up there at Kazaley Stadium in, in Cairns Gold Coast really playing for respect now The Bulldogs got everything to play for Expect them to uh to come out swinging uh, Sydney Swans and St Kilda uh, SCG, the Sydney Swans, the Rampant Swans A huge win last week against GWS Buddy Franklin kicked four, goals four um, St Kilda need to bounce back They were diabolical last week against Essendon and they need to, uh, they need to hit the ball a little bit harder this week. The contested footy, they're going to get a real test against the Swans, and it's a huge contest for both these clubs. So it's going to go a long way to see, really see what St Kilda's made of. Uh, if they can uh, produce some good footy and and provide a fierce contest for Sydney, um, perhaps that perhaps they are they belong in September. But if they put in a, another embarrassing performance like they did last week against the Bombers. Um, uh, expect them to, to possibly fade away being a young side and all. Sydney Swans to win that one over the Saints. Fremantle versus Hawthorne at, at the main stadium. The Hawks pulled up short last week uh, against the Cats. Uh, both sides really playing for respect at this stage. Um, Fremantle, if they drop this game, finals well and truly over for them. Um, Nat Fife signed a, a six year deal uh, at the beginning of the week so. Uh, Fremantle are going to be really excited about that, locking down Fife, uh, their Brownline medalist and superstar. He had plenty of interest from Melbourne clubs. Um, Fife going absolutely nowhere. So that's uh, super exciting for Fremantle fans. Uh, Collingwood and West Coast at Etihad Stadium. Um, this one here, Collingwood are in free fall. I expect West Coast to, to have too much uh, too much firepower. Uh even though it's in uh, in Melbourne and, and at Etihad Stadium, uh, expecting the West Coast Eagles to get the victory there against the Pies. The Pies really, uh, really playing for uh, absolutely peanuts at this stage of the season. And uh, the West Coast Eagles have got everything to play for. And they should have too much firepower uh, for the Pies in that contest at Etihad Stadium. And though I got love for you, I know I can't trust you. Just because of that, you act like you don't like a brother. The Brisbane Lions taking on the Blues up there at the Gabba. Brendan Bolton's men have been super impressive this year. They're uh, obviously a very very young side, a young unit, a lot of uh, a lot of new faces there around the the, the Carlton Football Club, and they've been super competitive this year, even though they're languishing down near the bottom of the ladder once again. But there's a different uh, there's a different feeling there. Uh, with the Navy Blues this year, Bolton seems to have them all on the same page and uh, it's only a matter of time before they click and and start to become a, uh, a real finals contender. The Brisbane Lions, um, nothing but complete disappointment once again from, from that club this year. Where they go from here, uh, I'm not too sure, uh, they're in dire straits once again. Um, you know, this one's probably a 50-50 contest up there. I'd still expect Carlton to get the victory up there at the Gabba. They've been a more impressive uh, outfit and, and much more competitive than the Brisbane Lions this year. Um, but it's really a bit of a nothing contest. Um, let's let's see uh, see what transpires and what comes of it. I'm I'm, I'm picking Carlton to uh, get over the line uh, in a tight one there, and. The other game which creates uh, phenomenal interest is Richmond versus the Greater Western Sydney at the MCG. Um, this one uh, deserves um, one of the uh, the top billings of the round. And uh, as I said before, North Melbourne have been on the attack and getting on the front foot, talking about how uh, they're looking to raid other clubs of their superstars. And Dusty Martin is one on their radar looking to... Uh, to pay uh, Dusty uh, somewhere around about $6 million to come across from Punt Road to North Melbourne. Um, the other guy who was all, will also be on display during this contest is is Josh Kelly, the left footer, the silky smooth on, on baller, and North Melbourne um, throwing around uh, around about a $9 million figure at, at him as well. So both these guys will be uh, going up against each other, possibly head-to-head, and... Yeah, the Richmond. This this contest here is a real opportunity for Richmond to to uh, really show that they are uh, a premiership contender here. There are a lot of pundits and a lot of uh, experts still on the fence about Richmond. Uh, I'm one of them, without a doubt. And uh, you know, this contest here, the Tigers versus the Greater Western Sydney, should be an absolute belter. If Richmond can come out and and flex their uh, flex their tiger muscle and get a victory over GWS here, then it really legitimises them for a, a top four chance, which I think this season is going to be more important than ever. Um, GWS, on the other hand, they need to bounce back. This is a prime time game, a big time game here for, uh, for the Giants, and they need an impressive performance to take the heat off them. They're, they're, you know, they've been um, labelled as the premiership favourites basically because of their, the strength of their list, but they've got to piece some real form together um, leading into September because the uh, the hype, the hype machine, and the bright lights are going to be on GWS probably more than any other club because there is so much expectation there with uh, the potential of their list and this Richmond GWS contest um, will go a long way to see where which yeah where both these sides fit into the premiership the premiership um, uh, picture I guess you could say. I'm picking based uh, for this contest based on uh, the sheer weight of their list and um you know I don't see them dropping off anywhere from uh, from top to bottom. I'm picking GWS to get the result here uh, around about 3 or 4 goals and um Richmond um yeah they really need to get this victory here but I'm picking GWS uh based on their on their sheer weight of their their depth and their talent. Um but it should be a beauty Richmond versus GWS MCG It is one not to be missed. Coming up next here on No Holds Barred, we're going to talk about the Adelaide versus Geelong blockbuster coming to you live Friday night lights uh, at the the Adelaide Oval. Um, It should be a beauty. This is No Holds Barred. North Melbourne Throwing the Kangaroo around Throwing the Cash around Got to do it Though Got to create Some buzz and Excitement Got to get on The front foot Because right now They're going Nowhere Friday night Lights Friday night Footy Here we are At no holds Barred Adelaide Crows Versus the Geelong Cats We've got First versus Second Uh, Massive contest A huge contest And This one will go a long way to deciding from this point on who the Premiership favourite is. There's been talk of GWS being uh, the Premiership favourite. But this was when Adelaide was going through their little bit of a mid-season slump. But they are back on track now. They smashed and embarrassed Melbourne last week. And tonight they're at home where they love to play their exciting brand of attacking, free-flowing football and this one shapes to be an absolute beauty. Um, coming in, there were some injury clouds over some superstars. Rory Sloan from Adelaide. Um, he has been named. He's taking his spot. And, of course, Patrick Dangerfield um, racing against the clock. He has been named as well. He will be lining up against his former team, which really just adds to the story uh, and the, the narrative of this contest here. Um, this one should be a beauty. Um in terms of uh, in terms of what to expect, uh, look. I'm expecting Adelaide uh, to continue to play their fast-paced brand of football. Uh, they're the, the best attacking side in the competition. They play an exciting brand. They've got tremendous balance from um, from full back to full forward, and um, expect their forward line, such as Eddie Betts and and uh, Captain Tex Walker, to lead from the front here. This is a big one for uh, for Walker. He um, you know, he, he tends to, uh, in terms of the big games, um, it's really about time he took one by the scruff of the neck and, um, and carried his side. The great thing is uh, he doesn't really need to carry the side because they've got such a uh, tremendous list and, and they're so very well balanced. He's getting a lot of help from a, a, lot, of, uh, a lot of different players and a lot of different avenues. Um, but um, I'd just like to see Walker tonight, um, you know, dominate from centre-half forward. Um, really early on in the first quarter, really set the tone, and and I think that'll go a long way to Adelaide winning this contest. Geelong uh, coming in, obviously with their hard nuts, Dangerfield uh, and and Selwood. Um, they also have good balance. I don't think they have the pace that Adelaide have, um, so I think they're going to go with a more uh, a more body on body, you know, physical uh, physical contested style of play tonight. Um, they're going to want to turn it into a you know, a one-on-one contest. Hardball gets um, really wear down the Adelaide Crows, the, the fleet-footed um, running game of the Adelaide Crows. And I think if Geelong are able to do that, it'll go a long way to them um, getting victory here in this Friday night blockbuster. My thoughts on this here at no, no Holds Barred. I'm picking Adelaide to win this contest. I think they are definitely back on track after uh, after a bit of a mid-season season Kind of slumped there Sort of out of nowhere They were dominant early on uh, I think them winning this contest tonight Will go a long way uh, Into solidifying them uh, In the top four um, And um, I think they You know If they win tonight I think they they definitely deserve uh, Premiership favouritism I think Geelong um, Are a side that's a little bit overrated When they're not playing down at uh, Skilled Stadium uh, They've got a huge advantage down there at Skilled They're, they're um, you know Their record down there is um, is truly phenomenal, but uh, they have to learn to win away from home and they have to learn to win, play just as good a footy uh, away on the road and at the MCG as they do down there at Skilled. And I think uh, the home uh, the home ground advantage and uh, you know, with everything on the line tonight, I give the advantage to Adelaide and I expect them to win uh, in an absolute cracking contest. It should be a beauty and it's one to... Uh, that definitely should not be missed. This one is a uh, match of the season thus far. First versus second. Should be a ripper. Wow, what a show. What a show here at No Holds Barred. All kinds of things going on. Nothing bigger than tonight. Adelaide versus Geelong. Must see TV. Tune in. Um, or you're going miss to miss miss an absolute beauty. We'll be back. With uh, a full wrap of sport over the weekend. This is no holds barred. Wish for the More like Demi, come and give me, are we? I know we mouth to mouth. Cause the way down there's a hop skip in a bounce. Just see, you will penetrate your inner space after a winner date, dinner date.